Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Budweiser's weekday sports beat continues on Sports Radio 960 WSBT, WSBTRadio.com, the WSBT Radio app, and on Twitch as Darren Pritchett talks Notre Dame football recruiting with Blue and Gold Illustrated insider Mike Singer. Not only is my conversation with Mike on WSBT Radio, you can also find our conversation in video form on the Blue and Gold YouTube channel. All right, Mike, let's get started with one piece of commitment news that occurred a couple of days ago, and that is the Fighting Irish picked up a 2025 tight end in Nate Roberts, who seems to be enamored in the history of great tight ends at the University of Notre Dame. Yeah, that's something he had, he had talked about when it came to you know picking Notre Dame was that tight end tradition that he's uh, – you know, any tight end who picks Notre Dame is going to talk about that. So, number 136 overall player in the country, number seven tight end in that 2025 class. So, he hasn't even started his junior year of high school yet, but he's off the board. And, uh, Darren, you know, his ranking, you know, he's as high as the number three tight end in the country per some of these sites. I mean, people I talk to think he's the best tight end in the country for his class. I mean, Notre Dame beating out. Oklahoma, Norman's, you know, 20 miles up the road or, or, or 20 minutes up the road from him, something like that. Big recruiting win for the Irish going into Oklahoma's backyard and landing him. Georgia, Penn State, Tennessee, Michigan, Clemson, Ohio State, Alabama, Wisconsin, Miami, Purdue, big-time offer list for this young man. Again, just going into his junior year of high school really came down to Notre Dame, Ohio State, and Clemson. Uh, and uh, went ahead and committed to Notre Dame just a few days after visiting campus. I believe would have that have been last Tuesday, so a week ago today. Um, so definitely a big win for Notre Dame, keeping tight end U tradition going strong. And you know, Notre Dame, it's it's interesting, Darren. You look at some of the commitments they've gotten recently: Jack Larson, Cooper Flanagan, Holden Stay. Some of these tight ends they've landed not even super highly ranked. It's interesting, but with Roberts, this is someone who I feel like is a top 100 player, and I think all the websites will come around to that. And, Mike, you mentioned Larson, who's in the 24 class. There's still a chance they might add another tight end in the 24 class? Yeah, so Larson's locked in, had a story up at him at bloomgold.com, and I even asked him, hey, Nate Roberts commits while you're on campus. You know Carter Nelson. They're still recruiting for your class. We'll I'll talk about it in a second. Like, you good with that? Like, he's like, yeah, I welcome the competition. <laughs> so I told Jack after the interview, I was like, Jack, that was a perfect answer, man. Like, I've, you know, obviously, I've interviewed thousands of recruits. I was like, that, that was exactly what you should say. Um, but And I, I think he meant it as well. But, yeah, Carter Nelson from Nebraska, um, Ainsworth, Nebraska. I'm sure many viewers here have been to that great town in Nebraska. Um, very small town. It's a joke. Uh, but yeah, Notre Dame is, is in the mix there. I know it's uh, you know Notre Dame, Penn State, Georgia, um, and, and there's another school in there as well, I believe. So 
Uh, and Nebraska, of course, the home state school. So Notre Dame still looking at a 2024 tight end with Nelson. But, um, you know, if he doesn't want to commit to the Irish, you know, we'll see if Notre Dame still looks to take another. Mike, let's turn our attention to official visitors this weekend. Offer us a recap of some of the things that went on. Yep, nine official visitors in total for Notre Dame, Darren. Quickly, we'll just go through the committed guys, players who were already pledged to the Irish going into the weekend. A couple players from Charlotte, tight end Jack Larson, and edge prospect Bryce Young. Young from Charlotte Christian, Larson from Charlotte Catholic. Um, Micah Gilbert, a wide receiver, also from um, Charlotte Christian, a four-star receiver. Another receiver, Isaiah Canyon, Warner Robins, Georgia. Uh, big time note there, having Canyon on campus for his official. Some of those SEC powers have started um, you know, kind of sniffing around more ever since Kenny's kind of blown up and committed to Notre Dame. Kenny's visit went really well from what I'm told, so that, that that's good news for Notre Dame. And E.S. Williams, uh, the four-star running back from Hannibal, Missouri, um, back in South Bend. I believe that was his 10th visit in total. And then C.J. Carr, I think it's a parking spot at Notre Dame by this point. Competed at the Elite 11 Finals midweek. Um, I, I think finished up Friday afternoon, gets on a plane, headed out South Bend for his official visit. Um, so Carr's been to campus three straight weekends. You know, the first two, of course, being for unofficial, and then this, this past weekend for his official visit. So CJ Carr having his recruiting hat on. So that's the six commits. Then quickly, I'll go through the uncommitted players. Now, Darren, going into Keyshawn Flowers' visit, the, the three-star linebacker from uh, Maryland, I did have high hopes. I, I didn't think that this was a recruit that Notre Dame would probably end up with. Now, with that being said, there are many players over the years that have you know been covering Notre Dame where they'll you, they visit and they just fall in love. Like Notre Dame is just this special place where if, if it connects with the young man, there's no telling what you know can happen. There can be a commitment, you know, take place. But I still just like just in talking to sources leading up to the visit, like I just there wasn't a ton of buzz. And coming out of Keyshawn Flowers' visit, I'm not hearing, like, that I think he's going to end up in the class. You know, no predictions for him to go to Dame, Notre Dame by me or other reporters. So just, you know, my guess would be at this point that Flowers ends up at Miami. Um, you know, Notre Dame has two linebacker commitments. We'll talk about another big target here in a second. And then they, you know, Bradley Shaw from Alabama looks like Notre Dame's in really good position for him. Um you know, at least a top competitor for, for that young man. So, yeah, Flowers, you know, we'll, we'll see where this goes from here, Darren. Great visit from what I'm told, really connected well, um, and he loved everything. But just feel like that, uh, you know, he'll probably end up elsewhere. Malcolm Ziegler, also his first time on campus. Notre Dame offered him in May, I believe. Visit went fantastic from what I'm told. Interesting rankings, Darren. Three-star by 24-7 ESPN and Rivals. You see on three ranks him as a top 100 player nationally. Number five, safety. You compare that to Rivals. That has him as the number 48 player at the position. Um, goes to show you how much these rankings can differ. Uh, offers. Look, you'll have Nick Saban offer a kid, but then, you know, uh, Marcus Freeman won't or vice versa. Like, th these things happen. Like, these coaches have different opinions some coaches will swear by young men's talents. The other coach just doesn't see it. It's the same with these rankings as well. Um, on three, absolutely love Ziegler again as a top 100 player. Visiting North Carolina this weekend, so as good as this official visit went, I like Notre Dame here. 
it might be like a 51-49, you know, kind of deal between Notre Dame and, and whether it goes to Notre Dame or, you know, one of these Carolina schools, if you also like South Carolina. Uh, but safety boards in a really interesting spot, Darren. We'll kind of talk about that um, in a few moments. Um, but, yeah, this, this visit did go out, and, and Ziegler goes to North Carolina this week, this weekend. Kingston Villian Lassa from Powerhouse St. John Bosco in Southern California, top 100 player for the 2024 on three industry ranking, had, had a, a fantastic visit as well. You know, I got to interview him on Monday afternoon, and he told me that his Notre Dame official visit, you can find this story at bloomgold.com. Uh, he said his official answered a lot of his questions. And I asked, hey, what was the biggest question that you got answered? And he said, look, I want to learn more about my fit in the defense. And that's not to say that Notre Dame hadn't had discussions with him prior about his fit in the defense. Of course, that's something he's talked about with the staff, but it's a lot different a phone call versus an in-person meeting where you're watching film together, you're sitting next to each other inside the Goog. So that was a big meeting. Billy Amuasa thinks the world about Golden, his NFL pedigree, the relationship strong. Um, Darren, I'd, I'd argue that Billy Amuasa is a top three or four target on the board for this entire class. I mean, you go back to the beginning for Notre Dame recruiting 2024. This is a player that the staff has badly wanted up there with Justin Scott and Elijah Rushing, CJ Carr, Cam Williams. Like, this is a guy who Notre Dame has badly wanted all along. Top three, Notre Dame, USC, Ohio State. Visited USC the weekend before Notre Dame heads to Ohio State this weekend. And then he's looking to announce a commitment sometime around July, maybe August, but definitely before his senior season. Notre Dame sources really like the Irish here. But he's going to Ohio State this weekend. You talk to USC people, USC people think he's going to the, he's going to side with the Trojans. Ohio State people think he's going to end up a Buckeye. Notre Dame people think he's going to end up in South Bend. So I, I guess we'll just have to see. But, again, Notre Dame sources feeling really good here. So that's the nine official visitors, Darren. Give me Notre Dame to land Villian Luasa. I think Flowers ends up at Miami. And then Ziegler, um, it, it, it's, it's a 50-50 call at this point. It's, it's too close to call for me. Mike, you take a look at Marcus Freeman's 24 class. The number of spots available are limited, but still there is opportunities to add some really, really high-end players. The safety depth chart, it looks like there could be still room to add another player in the 24 class. So Tabron Benny Powell, he is a safety in the 24 class. What do you know about him? Yeah, this is an interesting one. You talked about kind of some of those like highly coveted ranked guys. It's not Tabron Benny Powell. I mean, he's ranked in the thousands. Darren, hmm. uh, a three-star uh, across the board. So this is the quick rundown of the safety position. Kennedy Urlacher's committed, Brian Urlacher's son. Tay Johnson is announcing a commitment this Saturday. I would guess it's Notre Dame or Purdue. I like Notre Dame, so there's two. And then there's Ziegler, who we just talked about. There were so many safeties on the board. We went. I had fans ask me, Mike, what are we going to do when all 18 of our safety <laughs> commitments want to commit at the same time? I'm like, hope you get to that situation is basically my answer. Um, and, and, you know, I'm embellishing a little bit there. But the board has basically shrunk down to, again, outside of Tate Johnson and Kennedy Urlacher, Tabron Benny Powell, who the staff just offered Thursday after seeing him run really well in the camp and they liked how he moved. Um, you know, Malcolm Ziegler, who we just talked about, and then Davis Andrews, the, uh, the safety out of Utah, who's um, taking an, a Mormon mission trip after high school. So if he commits, 
you know, he wouldn't count towards un- until the 2026 class after he would take a two-year mission trip. So I like Notre Dame to land Benny Powell. He has a commitment set for Wednesday. I mean, you got to assume it's going to be Notre Dame. So the question then becomes, you know, can Notre Dame take Malcolm Ziegler? Do they want to? Would they even get in a position where they can take him? So that's kind of the, the rundown of the safety board. And, again, as far as Tabor and Benny Powell goes, um, look, he's a Cincinnati kid. And, you know, Notre Dame, between Marcus Stream and Chad Bode and Mike Mickens, I'm sure there's others, have pretty strong ties in Cincinnati and the, the head coach of Lakota West. Um, you know, absolutely swears by this young man, uh, Benny Powell. Here's the, kind of the interesting thing of, uh, I think, a big part of why he's flown under the radar. Um, he had, you know, the, the, his high school had Ben Minnick, a Notre Dame safety signee on it last year, and Malik Hartford, a four-star, you know, All-American Ohio State safety. So you have two of these, again, Notre Dame and Ohio State safeties. Where's Benny Powell going to play? So they kind of had him as like a rover, like that role that we're used to in Notre Dame's defense, played up on the line of scrimmage at times. And he had a pretty good junior season playing out of position. Again, he ran really well. Notre Dame was told 4-5-9, 40-yard dash, which is really good for, you know, going in your senior year of high school. Um, and, and it's a strong time for a safety at his size. So um, Notre Dame saw what they liked at, at camp, ran well, covered well. Um you know, again, the, the high school coach there who Notre Dame's worked, or, you know, Notre Dame staff from Cincinnati's worked with for a long time, swears by him. Uh, other factors as well. He's a really bright kid, visit went really well. So, um, and you look at the uncertainty of the safety board, I think this one made sense for, for Notre Dame's not going to get the fan base fired up. Um, you know, probably a three-star projection guy at this point. Um, but, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll trust uh, you know, it, it's up to you if you want to trust the evaluation or not, but Notre Dame's rolling with their own, and uh, we'll, we'll see where it goes there. I'm Darren Pritchett. He's Mike Singer, Notre Dame football recruiting insider, Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. What's new with 24 quarterback commitment, C.J. Carr? Yes, yeah, so C.J. Carr at the Elite 11 Finals in Los Angeles, um, Darren, and uh, was named to the Elite 11 Finals. So basically – you know, the Elite 11 invites 20 of the top quarterbacks in the country, and I believe it was – it's not like the top 20. You know, you have some three-star guys kind of sprinkled in there. There's a kid from Indianapolis who's committed to Colorado was even there. It's a three-star kid. But I think it was something like 12 of the top 20 quarterbacks per the on three industry ranking were there. So some big-time talent. So Carr gets named to the Elite 11, and for folks watching on YouTube, I'll pull it up. It was listed alphabetically, though, so we, we know that Julian Sayan, Alabama's quarterback commit, um, was the MVP per the Elite 11 staff, but I think all the different websites have Sayan as the MVP as well, in, uh, including on three, I believe. But the Elite 11 didn't rank, you know, two through 11. Well, on three did. They listed Carr as their number nine quarterback at defense, which, you know, then there's outrage about, you know, that, that decision to have him at nine. But, and I think 24-7 had him at five. I mean, guys, what CJ's ranking aside, which I completely disagree with, I mean, it's not like he's the, the tallest short person here. I mean, this is 20 of the best quarterbacks in the country. Remember, remember between five and nine in the top, you know, these 20 quarterbacks at this kind of camp, pretty darn good, Darren. 
Um, he had a really strong showing. His pro day was outstanding, uh, which folks on YouTube, um, you know, we're watching, a, I believe, a little bit out of this here. Uh, or this just might be some day one rough on air. But regardless, strong showing all around for CJ Carr there. You know, if, if you want to, you know, get all in your feelings about a few spots and some meaningless ranking, I, I you know, truly don't think it's that important. But, yeah, overall, you get a good week. You know, I guess one of the criticisms about him coming out of the week was, um, you know, sometimes you can get, you know, flustered when things aren't, you know, perfect. Like if he doesn't have that clean pocket, he, things get a little uncomfortable. You know, that whole, whole struggle at times. Uh, you know, it it is what it is. It's something that he'll he'll work on. He'll get practice on. The kid is an elite talent overall. That's not changing. Um, but yeah, CJ Carr, an elite eleven um, finalist, and was named to the elite eleven. So congrats to Notre Dame's quarterback commit. Now to the defensive side of the football. One of the premier talents coming out of Chicago is defensive lineman Justin Scott. We have followed his progress through your words and, of course, verbally here on the program and also written at blueandgold.com. So I guess he visited Miami over the weekend. Any news come out of that? Yeah, he spoke to uh, Chad Sims at On3 and said that Miami's at the top for him. Now, I've heard that. I believe it was that exact phrase he said. I, I will check. But he did – I don't think he said leader. I think it was at the top. Yeah, it was, it was at the top. So I've heard that many times. But in, in my follow-up, whenever a recruit tells me that as well, like at the top of other schools or like they're the number one school, <laughs> I didn't get that clarification. Um, but, you know, it's the top five of Miami, Michigan, Ohio State, Notre Dame, and Georgia. He's taken officials to Georgia, Michigan, and Miami and heads to Ohio State this weekend. The the most interesting thing about this interview with on three that Scott did was saying that he might just commit this summer. Now, he hasn't been to Notre Dame since March, I believe it was. Yeah. And he's only been on campus three times. And he's not taking an official to Notre Dame this summer. Notre Dame wants him on campus for their house taking, get them on campus last. But if he commits this summer, that's probably not good for Notre Dame unless Scott visits at the end of July, which is, of course, still summer. And I'm told Notre Dame is working on it. I asked Scott myself and got a response from him. He said he hasn't you know, completely locked that in yet. Uh, but there is a potential that Notre Dame gets the five-star talent from Chicago St. Ignatius on campus in July. So if he does commit this summer, and he makes it to Notre Dame, and in that visit goes really well, and then commits after that. Then it could be pretty good news. But I think more likely than not, if he commits this summer, that's not good for Notre Dame. The Irish staff is playing the long game here. Have him stretch this into the fall. Take the official for the Ohio State game. Get get him that last OV, and uh, you know lock him up later in the process. I think it's. Uh, you know, whether it's a wise decision or not it is up for debate. It's, it, it is a little bit risky to say, hey, we won't have you on campus for the summer, but we're going to get you for the Ohio State game for that OV. Um, and, and we'll see where it goes from there, Darren. Um, I don't know. I still like Notre Dame here. I'm rolling with the Notre Dame sources, but I, I can't say I have very much confidence at all. I mean, I don't think anyone can have a whole lot of confidence at all. So that's – Long way to say, 
Miami's isn't went really well. The Hurricanes considered the leader by some, maybe even most at this point. But Notre Dame playing the long game, but the wheels could come off the wagon here if he commits in the summer and he's not able to get back to Notre Dame. Mike, I know this is a little apples and oranges, but when you think back to last year, you had this enormous talent and Keon Keeley committed, then decommitted, and then it was a scramble to, to find pieces to replace him. Notre Dame's in really good shape with their defensive line recruiting in this class. So if they get Scott, it's just obviously an enormous opportunity for the program. But it's not like they're waiting or other guys are waiting in the wings right. for him to make a decision. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's four defensive line commits already in, um, in Bryce Young, Logan Thomas, Cole Mullen, Sean Cevillano. Those four build a four-man front there, too. Yep. Um, I mean, you have your true viper in Logan Thomas. Um, you know, Sean Cevillano is your nose. Cole Mullins, you know, a viper or a strong side end. Um, and then who's the fourth? Mullins, Young, Cevillano. Thomas. I guess there's not like a true defensive tackle. But that's not something Notre, Notre Dame wanted a true nose and then to surround them by, um, you know, some of these edge prospects. But they hit their mark of four. Scott and or Elijah Rushing would be – you don't want to say cherry on top because those would be the best players in the class, but it, it is a luxury. Yeah. It'd just be a really darn good luxury. So, yeah, you're, you're, you're hitting the nail on the head there. How can Irish fans read more about your inside scoops on Notre Dame football recruiting? You head to blueandgold.com. We're always having some good offers <laughs> on the site right now. I don't know if we do at this exact moment in time. But just, you know, stay locked into our, uh, my Twitter account at Mike T. Singer or, you know, at BGI News for our site's Twitter account or just go to the website itself. Um, you can find all of our offers there. But, yeah, we're always posting about them. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's always a great time to sign up at bloomgold.com, even in the dog days of summer for you Notre Dame fans. If you want your fighting Irish itch, you go to the Loose Emoji message board, and there's always good discussion there as well as uh, recruiting information and updates. So, yeah, head over to bloomgold.com. Mike, thank you so much for the visit. Always great information. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Thank you, sir. That's Mike Singer, Notre Dame football recruiting insider, Blue and Gold Illustrated. Check out his work at blueandgold.com. I'm Darren Pritchett. More Budweiser's weekday sports beat is coming up next on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 